Greatness is always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. It is I, as always, your boy Dat Ninja Dev, and I'm here with my main man, Florida man himself, Mr. Delvin Cox. How are you today? I'm doing good. Before I, I usually I come on to say something funny and witty and stuff because I'm charming, but today I want to say something that I think is serious and important. I think I want to say rest in peace, tiny listener, aka Debo from Friday. Yeah, he died essentially from COVID, and if, if that doesn't tell you that we need to mask up. And take care of ourselves. I don't wear know wear a mask, please. I don't know what would. And he was doing all the things he can to not get COVID because he had it earlier this year, and apparently, kind of got it back again. And this time, it took him out. I think it's sad. He was only sixty, like two years old. You know, that's that's relatively young. Yeah, yeah. I think you no, know, definitely sucks. We should take care of ourselves. That's the main thing. Take care of yourselves. Mask up, if we can all work together to get rid of this virus, let's do it, man. Simple. Yeah. You don't think about all the people you affect by not wearing a mask. Like the whole, you know, like it, it, it doesn't just affect you. Your actions affect others as well. So if we could all just do our part so we can all get past this, it would be uh, fantastic. The loss of life is just ridiculous at this point. Yeah. Taking all our legends. It's crazy. It's just nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Also joining us from the uh, Great White North, the Platinum Princess herself, Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How are you this morning? Currently dealing with a cat who doesn't know that shouldn't be in my lap while I'm recording, but all right. (laughs) Oh, cats. They don't care. They do what they want. So, how's everybody's week been? Let's start with you, Haley. Um, you know, had to deal with having a no debit, credit, visa at all at work uh, on Tuesday. Got there. Debit was down. Didn't come back till 7 o'clock the next morning. Dang. That's uh, nice. Our ATM was down, too, so <laughs> he uh, had a lot of angry customers. Wow. So. I uh, I think I did over two thousand sales uh, in eight hours. It was wow. not fun. It was not fun. It's a lot easier when you can mix cash, debit, and all that. But yeah, I all I got done was filling the milk. That was it. Because I couldn't leave the counter. Let me ask you this, Taylor. <laughs> did they pull out the old credit card machine that they, they used to have in certain stores when the the ATM machine, the credit cards go down. You can, hey, just slide this through here. 
do that imprint. Yeah, the imprint thing. <laughs> no, um, no, we don't have any of that. We uh, we didn't even. We were told it was a bank issue, but we were the only store in the plaza whose debit machine didn't come back until the next morning. So, wow, it's weird. Regardless, that's how Tuesday went. Uh, besides that, still been playing Immortals. Um, having a blast with it. Jumped into Valhalla for a bit, you know, I'm uh, mixing it up there, you know, Valhalla's been pretty, uh, pretty fun, and then, uh, you know, Cyberpunk came out, been, uh, having a blast with it, I'll save my, like, big opinions for it once you've all, both finished, like, how your week went, cause, like, that way you guys can talk about yours before I bring up mine, cause my issues aren't really... Uh, gameplay wise or whatnot, they're more like how things are handled. Um, I've experienced a couple crashes, one of which was right after a sex scene finished. So, uh, my best friend made the joke that the the uh, the game finishes when you do. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to crash right afterwards. Oh my god. Uh, but other than that, like, yeah, the game probably should not have released in this state. And, uh, I mean, other than that, I'll talk about my issues after you two talked about your time with it. And that's about all I've been playing, so. Okay. Who about you, Devin? How's your week been? It's been good for the most part. Um, I don't think I've been playing much games that, this week. But I did get to play Cyberpunk. I ended up getting it early. As an early Christmas gift, so I got to play it. And the comp, first and foremost, let me say this: I played for like two hours, had no issues whatsoever. I play, I have it on Series X. I've had none. When I say none, I mean no crashes, no nothing. It's been a, but take this in as great as salt. I started playing it on Saturday, and I think the patch came in on Saturday and stuff like that. Came in on Friday afternoon at like 4 p.m., but for Xbox, it came out yesterday. Well, there you so. go. So that's, I don't know if that yeah. solved all the problems people were talking about. I think the conversation about behind this game is very interesting because I've always, they're saying stuff that I've been saying for years about games and how the whole argument with Fallout is because Cyberpunk, as of right now, Essentially, critically acclaimed. It's getting eights and nines from a lot of places and things like that, but it's a broken game. As everybody's saying, it's a uh, its user score on Metacritic is two point five. Yeah, and I find this conversation fascinating because I'm gonna get it, go back a little bit, and this is my this is my, maybe a little bit of my bias, but every time one of these games come out, that's kind of the darling of video games. A lot of times it gets overhyped and they ignore some of the glaring problems with it. And at the same time, they kind of like, I'll give you a perfect example. Fallout's a perfect example of this. I think it was. Which one though? I want to say it might have been three. It's one of the Fallout games that came out around the time that The Walking Dead came out. Walking Dead season one. Uh, New Vegas. I, because, because Fallout 3 came out in 2008. I think that's what and it was. Walking Dead season one. Walking Dead season one was like 2011. That might that might be accurate, but I, but I remember specifically how when the Fallout games would come out, people would always praise how how bit fast the world is and everything about it, 
and kind of just glance over the, the game-breaking bugs and never pay attention to those type of things because of the massive world. So I'm like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. But on the other hand, a game like The Walking Dead, which, to his credit, was doing something completely different than other games were doing at that time in terms of episodically releasing every month to every other month, like rabbit pace of releasing games, would get bashed for the same type of things. I, and I always like, why is it, why is games like Fallout always get credit for the, their, their accomplishments and stuff? What are, which are great accomplishments in terms of like their feats and stuff like that? Well, a game, a smaller game like The Walking Dead would at that time with a much smaller studio gets bashed and like ridiculed. Oh, like the whole thing, Telltale games are buggy. Telltale games are buggy. They're broken. They come out broken. We almost never at one point heard these about Fallout games or games like this. When, By all means, all these games usually come out broken or buggy. Yeah, so Delvin, The Walking Dead Season 1 came out in 2012. Okay. Um, and Fallout New Vegas, one sec. I think the main reason came why... out in 2010, yeah. Is that those games are so massively huge? There's so many other things that you can do that help to overlook all the bugs. Where with The Walking Dead, like it's so glaringly annoying those those particular issues because there's not so much more to do in the world that you can forgive and forget about the bugs. I think that's the reason why. But that's the games, yeah. We just expect Bethesda games to come out the gate buggy because of just how massive the games are on that yeah. on that scale. It's just something you've come to expect. And even with the Telltale games, like you now expect those games, like when they were in their heyday, when they were doing their thing, you knew the Telltale engine was buggy and you expected those games to also have certain bugs. And after The Walking Dead season one, it won game of the year. After that, and you know, we got that, we got The Wolf Among Us, you started to just expect their game engine to be buggy and you forgave them because the stories they stories told were so in the good. game were so good. Yeah, if the game ends up being something grand, a lot of times you can overlook the bugs just because you're enjoying the game so much that it makes it easier to overlook those. So then, so, so then now my question is, um, but also, but yeah. also, you have to remember before you start, Delvin. Um, no matter how much QA testing you do on a game, you're gonna have bugs that ship with the game regardless because some bugs just can't be replicated in an environment because that's what QA testers do, right? They're there to like try and replicate bugs that have been noted or whatnot regardless of you know crunch discussion aside because that's probably led to a lot of the bugs here you know um but in general even without that qa is gonna miss something because that's just the nature of bug testing like that that stuff's gonna happen they'll find them and patch them and sometimes in the case of bethesda they make new bugs by patching old ones <laughs> Okay, this is the question I have for you guys because I think this is an important topic I think that came up because of the cyberpunk issue. Do we really need reviewers at this point in time in terms of like... Yes. I'll I, mean, I asked this now, <laughs> I asked this for a specific reason because it seems like certain games have a certain bias and we don't get a, like, we don't get a fair and accurate review for it. And in terms of like this, like cyberpunk, most of these reviewers gave it eights and nines and kind of glanced over the bugs. And, and the user score 
and the review and the the user score, the critic score, and the review score for users are completely different. So it's almost to the point well, uh, where, and it's not the first time this has happened, by the way. No, Days Gone is a better example of this as well because the critics hated it, but audience loved it, like to the point that I believe the critic score was around seventy, but the Metacritic score actually. Let me pull it up right now. I'm pretty sure. Metacritic for Days Gone is pretty high compared to the uh, compared to the critic score of seventy. Um, uh, it like it's this is a tough conversation for sure. Yeah, Metascore is seventy one, but the user score is eight point two. Like, yeah. and that's what my point. Um, it feels like some of these companies are trying to save relationships as opposed to reviewing games. Adequately. I don't even think it's that. I, yeah, I don't think um, it's that at all. I the the real conversation here is that some fans just don't want actual critical reviews, um, and this has been brought up a lot, especially with Cali's review um, for you know for Gamespot. Uh, for those who aren't aware, Cali, you know, Gamespot gave Cyberpunk a seven out of ten, which, by the way, on a scale of one to ten. Seven is still good. Like it, I don't. Regardless, Cali started receiving hate. Was targeted by the quartering. There was a whole discussion about it in our Discord. Uh, the quartering is garbage. Just putting that out there. Like garbage individual. Like relentlessly hate mobs people. A couple weeks ago, he went after Zombie. He's gone after Cali numerous times before for other stuff. Um, even stuff Callie had nothing to do with, like the, se- like the too much water comment from the, uh, Pokemon review that was written by Dan Stapleton, but people attribute it to Callie regardless. Um, this has been brought up after people on Reddit, this was shared to Callie and that's how I saw it, uh, started agreeing with her. I was going to say uh, that. That's, that's yeah, one of my points. Pe- pe- but people then the Callie, you know, industry people were like, the real issue here is that people don't want critical reviews. They just want affirmation that they bought a product and that the product is good. And that's an issue that's been happening forever. Like, critical reviews happen. Like, the seizure stuff with, you know, Liana from Game Informer. That brought it up. People started sending her videos to try and cause seizures. And Liana didn't even say anything bad about the game. Liana was just bringing up like an issue that you know they fixed with this latest patch you know working with liana to fix this issue and liana was getting hate for bringing it like a critic bringing a critical issue to light while not even trashing the game like liana's review even states like liana had a great time with the game just this was an issue that needed to be tackled and you know I, she brought light to it. I think there's and two then, conversations we're having here. I think. No, I'm uh, I'm making a point here. I'll, I'll get there. Don't worry. Um, <clears throat> because these are these are issues that are tied together. Because you've got the question of do we need reviewers? And I say yes because <laughs> influencers are great. And you the. Let me let me just preface here. I'm not like trying to go off on a tangent. I'm this is a comparison I'm making for purpose. Influencers are great because usually what they're saying is 
their genuine feelings on a game. They're not being paid or whatnot to to only say good things about a game. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna use Paris as an example. I'm calling him an influencer, but that's really like a short change of his like yes spec. I agree. But I'm using it as an example here. People keep saying that Paris is bought off by CD Projekt because he has the cyberpunk chair and other stuff. But Paris will say critical things about about cyberpunk and has been saying critical things about cyberpunk. He's not being paid to only say nice things about it. Like, yeah, he got a review copy and some merch from them. Doesn't mean his opinion's invalid. Like, that is the same thing that happens when people pit influencers against reviewers, which further, you know, brings to your question of do we need reviewers? The reason I'm saying yes is because everyone has different opinions. And unfortunately, most people don't have the critical thinking to understand that reviews are opinions. Like, they're reviewed by a specific person, and they're an opinion. You're... If someone doesn't like a game, you don't need to have the same opinion of them. Like, yes, I have issues with Cyberpunk, and I will bring them up in a bit. But, there are still... I'm still having fun with the game. I've been playing it. I've, you know, like, this is the problem. People don't have the ability to separate their need to be reinforced for the purchase to understand that reviews still matter. And that's why I think we still need them. Okay. This is this is my thing. I think, and this is what I meant when I said, I think there's two conversations going on. I think for some reason... The gaming community, not all the gaming community, but there mm. are specific members in the gaming community that goes out their way to bash specifically women reviewers and gamers. Cali Plague has been a, not, not, a casualty of that many times. Well, they yeah, not even just women either. Like it's anyone who's not. Uh, good. Let Devin finish this. Yeah, yeah but you're right. You're absolutely correct. It's it's a th- it's a it's a constant problem in gaming, and I feel like yeah. My whole thing was saying reviewer thing with the fact that I feel like every time one of these big games come out, we almost get the same review from every reviewer, and some some of the times it's accurate, and some of the times it's like, okay, this is a little weird. And, and what I mean by a little weird is the fact that it almost feels like I get more knowledge from video games, from influencers and people like Kevin who give their honest opinion to say, who's not afraid to say, well, you know what? Other people may like this game. I'm not feeling it that much as opposed to the bigger gaming sites. And I don't know if that's, a, if that's because of the way companies are now or that's because that these people have been in these same companies and have this same mindset for so long. I don't... I feel like there is a disconnect there. I could be wrong. Here's my thing. We don't need review scores. Review scores are a waste because it's someone's opinion. There's no need to tie a score at all to what you what you dealt with in the game. I agree. A review should simply be, this is my thoughts on the time that I spent with this game. Either you can agree with them or you can disagree with them, but you do not need to tie a score to the game at all because your 10 may be my two. My two may be your 10. We may both agree that something feels like a seven, but the thing is, it's all an opinion. And if we don't enjoy the same games, 
or if we don't enjoy playing the same things. Your review should have zero effect on how I feel about the game, especially if it's not some a game that we both like a genre that we enjoy or we play the games entirely different. I, I think that we really need to just stop looking at scores, to be perfectly honest, because I mean, yeah, it's just it's somebody's opinion. And unless you guys have the exact same opinion, it doesn't matter. Like it just it just doesn't matter if you see a game that you think based on watching gameplay footage, what the game is about, and you think you're going to enjoy that game, go play it. Don't wait for somebody's review score to, you know, make it okay for you to feel like you can play this game. If you think the game is going to be fun, then go play the damn game, you know? If you want to wait to see if somebody what somebody's time was with like the game, cool, but don't base like your whole idea on whether it's a, a 7 out of 10 or a 6 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10. Like that stuff the the whole scoring thing to me is just irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant in my opinion. I, I, like I think the way that it's great to have people's ideas and this is my this is what I think based on my time spent with the game, but I don't think you need to associate a score with it at all. I uh I like the way Kotaku and Polygon do it. They they don't give review uh they don't give scores. They just, you know, put out the review. Um and I think other sites need to follow, but the numbering system is kind of ingrained in and then you've got the issue of companies tying the scores to bonuses and stuff like that. I was going to say that if there's no score, they can't tie it to a bonus. Okay, but currently that's the issue. I, I get it, but that doesn't mean we can't change that. That can be something that can easily be changed. Your your my bonus should not be based on whether or not this thing gets a 9 on Metacritic. I think that is absolutely stupid. My t- my bonus should be based on whether or not the game actually sells. Um, how well it does in that arena. Like it, it shouldn't even be tied to that. Honestly, I, did we ship the game? Did it actually come out? Did it come out on time? Hell, give me a bonus for that. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's it's asinine. I'm just I'm so over reviews. I don't read them. I don't pay attention to them. I don't care. I've stopped caring about reviews a long, long time ago. They're they don't do they don't serve any purpose for me at all. I look at a game if it's something I want to play, I'm gonna go formulate my own opinion by playing the game. I don't need anybody else's review score or anybody else's thoughts changing how I feel about a game. Either I'm gonna love it based on me playing it or I'm gonna hate it based on me playing it, not anybody else's score, thoughts, or ideas. I mean so I buy everything. Like like you know, we've got a question about this later and I'll answer it there. But uh you know, I usually have bought things before reviews come out. Cyberpunk, for example. I had Cyberpunk purchased in January. And, you know, I bought it in January because it was supposed to come out in April, but then it kept getting pushed, right? So, I, I've i had it purchased forever. The reviews weren't... Like, me reading the reviews... I read Carolyn's review from Polygon, and that's because Carolyn is a trans woman, and I was curious to see what her thoughts on the game were. And, you know... I've got some thoughts of my own that, like I said, I'll get into in a bit here. Um, but, and I listened to Blessings Review from Kind of Funny, and I read, uh, you know, Liana's uh, seizure, you know, article. Um, you know, I, I, I go to, I'm, I'm curious to know what other people think, but it doesn't change the way I feel because I don't, I can't know how I feel about a game until I played it. I, I will say this, add on what you were saying, Haley. Blessings Review, I liked a lot. And I'll tell you why. Because it wasn't just a generic, 
hey, this is this, this is this, this is a non, this is why it's a non. No, it was, it was, it was Tim and Greg grilling them for like an hour and a half. Yeah, it was a conversation about what they liked and didn't like about the game, mm-hmm. and that conversation helped me determine, hey, do I want this game or I don't want this game? I think that was the way I like to see reviews done. I think the scores are meaningless. And I think it's just nothing but marketing bullshit in terms of like when I got mm-hmm. when I got the, um, the Cyberpunk case, right, right in front of my case, I think it comes with like a cardboard covering, all the review scores at the bottom. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, it's, it got a 9 out of 10 out of here from there and there. I'm like, like, damn, mm-hmm. like, come on. Like, this, it feels like, I, w- I don't want to say hacky, but it's just it's just marketing spiel that these companies just use to like, I guess promote their game more. So I don't know. I'd rather yeah. have a I'd rather have a genuine conversation about a game. I, I like what we do here in terms of when we when we talk mm-hmm. about a game. Yeah. I like the conversations we have about the games, and you make your own decisions based off of what we say, what we like about the game, and not to whether you want to get the game or you don't want to get the game. I feel like that's the way it should be done, because these scores. Don't do nothing. All it really does is just give people arguing points and stuff like that. Oh, this game got an 8 out of 10, but this game got a 9 out of 10, but the 8 out of 10 got game of the year. How does that work? Come on. This is stupid. It's really yeah. dumb. Yeah, it just this... causes more problems, more dissent, more... Just... It, it, the scores just end up making things worse. That that That's all it is. Like, plain and simple. When you start putting things on, putting scores on things, putting numbers associated with them, it honestly just, it doesn't really do much to further the conversation half the time. It genuinely just makes it worse because everybody's either going to complain about the, the nine that it got versus the game that they love that got a six or or vice versa. So, I just, I wish we would just get away from having to associate a number with an experience. Yeah. yeah. I do want to hear your points on this game, though, Haley, because I' very interested in your conversation. Yeah, I, I like 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 I said, I'll bring him up after Dev talks about his experience with it, because I know that he's said he's going to really, put it aside. I, yeah, I don't really have anything to say about the game other than I'm not going to play it until the patch comes out. I just don't like the performance. I, I didn't get far enough in the game to actually have an opinion one way or the other. Um, I literally did just the intro mission, um, and that was fine. I just don't like the way it looks on my PS5. I I can wait for a patch. That that's that's just it. it for me. It's it's purely just I don't like the way it looks. I know it can look better, and I can wait because I have other games to play. So I don't have a, an opinion about the actual game, one way or the other. For me, it's just purely from a performance standpoint. Okay. Uh, before I start, how was the rest of your week, Dev? Um, my week sucked. Um, I don't feel like getting into it a whole lot. Uh, I am ready to be on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to just sit here and play Destiny and enjoy because I am really enjoying my time there. Uh, I'll play that. I'll play Immortals. Um, and I will be happy and good. I just want to sit here and just play games and veg out. I'm ready for vacation. Yeah. All right. Vacation mode engaged. <laughs> okay. So, uh, again, my thoughts on Cyberpunk uh, so far. I'm not going to spoil anything, um, although I do have a gripe with the, you know. Uh, I'm in... Okay, so before I start with my, like, criticisms, I'm enjoying this game. Um, it could look better for sure. Um, the fact that the game on Series X has a quality or performance switch, but it doesn't on PlayStation wild to me um 
you know, 60 FPS, you know, I'm not, ha there's no FOV slider and I'm not having an issue with it. So I don't understand why some games make me sick and others don't. Like I, I haven't seen an FOV slider here. Um, you know, maybe I just missed it because I didn't really like fiddle around with the settings except to turn chromatic aberration, motion blur, and film grain off, which I don't understand why those are always set to on. Like they usually make things look worse, but um, you know, I'm having fun with it. Uh, I've got some gripes with how missions are done, uh, and you know, character introductions. Uh, you know, I chose the nomad life path, and you know, I'm I chose it for a specific reason, and that's because it's the only life path you can interact with Alana Pierce's car, uh, not char character in it. Um, you know, and okay, so uh, not a fan of how. The character creators is, is uh put together uh i wasn't gonna make my v trans you know but you know uh i'm i follow a lot of uh trans people on twitter and on behalf of them because i was just gonna play v the way i wanted them you know because i i still don't understand what the purpose of having genital customization in this game is um i was just going to play like feminine appearance v right like you know regardless um for clarity's sake turn genital options on you know stuck with v having you know lady parts um but not a fan of how the game will gender you based on your voice. Uh, there should have been an option for how the game will refer to you pronoun-wise, regardless of what your voice is. Um, especially considering you can customize your character in wild ways other than that. Um, but then I'm also not a fan of how it's treating queer people. Um, you know, I haven't gotten very far. I've only got about 10 hours. Um, I beat in Act 1. So... Uh, for reference, without spoiling anything, I have met Johnny, and I've gotten to the title screen. Um, and that's about main story-wise as far as I've gone. Um, in that time, I've met a couple characters that could be, more or less not could be, are definitely queer-coded, who are treated as fodder, and just gone in seconds. Um, not... Not a fan of, you know, the way sex scenes are done between uh, two women characters. It's, uh, it's a bit jarring. Seems like it was, you know, coded by someone who has definitely only watched porn. Um, you know, but that's a minor gripe compared to everything else. Uh, that, that, that mix it up ad... I forget the name of the drink is literally everywhere in this game. Uh, speaking of which vending machines are blurry as heck. That's the only thing I've seen be like extremely blurry on me. Um, but you know, other than that, like, like I said, I've been having fun. I just wish it treated, you know, queer people better. I'm going to say this. And, People are going to get mad. But I'm going to be honest. I think you were being very modest in what you were saying. <laughs> like, 
That character creator is trash. I'm gonna call it absolute garbage. It is garbage. I it, it was so whack. You can you can you can customize the size of your penis. Yeah, but you can't do a simple thing like oh you you're a male because you have a male. Get the fuck out of here! It is the stupidest let, thing. Let me let me just. This is this is a joke me and my friends and another server have been uh, making like for weeks on end. How does Ronald Reagan gonna call my character? And I've not played Call of Duty, but I know this because I've seen video of it. How is Ronald Reagan gonna respect my pronouns more than a cyberpunk game? How is Ronald Reagan gonna have respecting pronouns and calling people they them? While committing war crimes, then cyberpunk. Yeah, it's trash. How? I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna call it what it is. It's trash. Like, I sat in the character creator. I'm like, why do I have to custom? I can customize all this stuff, but the simple, basic things you want, you can't do. Also, like, you know, shout out to for feminine body type, uh, V. Shout out to the fact that, like, it allows you to customize chest size, but the options are default, small, and big. And small is, at best, a B cup. And big is, at best, a C cup. So. Yeah, it's it's baffling. Yeah. What? Creator suck. The fact that you can't even, like, actually change the body type. So Yeah, yeah you can't. You can't make the... There's no body types. There, the the fact yeah. that all the colors are pre-selected colors instead of just a color spectrum, it was lacking for sure. They could have um, done so much more, and I expected so much more with that character creator. It, it was it was very surprising to see how just lacking it actually was. I was like, and, wow, uh, this is basic and as it, fuck. An interesting occurrence. Anytime you look into a mirror, your character suddenly has no pants on. That did not happen to me. It's happened to me several a times, couple and I've times. Seen that bug. So weird. <laughs> it's like it's happened to me a couple times, and I've been trying to take like a close-up screenshot of my face to post in the server, right? Because uh, you know, the closer you get to your character with like the photo mode, which doesn't allow you to like offset the camera, it, like allows you to do first person or drone mode, and drone mode is like very finicky. Um, but I've tried to like look in the mirror to make things easier. But every time I look in a mirror, my character just vagina right out like right out in the open like just right there and it's like oh i can't screenshot this speaking of that uh i had to stop streaming this game 50 minutes after i started it on <laughs> thursday night because i didn't want to get banned on twitch yeah this game is just titties everywhere <laughs> this game is like shocking for shocking sakes like in this i mean i don't really like in this context you know I don't really have a problem with a game being shocking like that. It was more or less, hi, I'm trying to reach affiliate on Twitch. Do not want to have to start from scratch because I got banned for streaming Cyberpunk. And one of the opening missions you do is literally, here's a tub full of naked women. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, having fun. You know, textures are wild in this game i know they're gonna be like free updates and stuff like that the same as witcher they pretty much already detailed this um there's gonna be you know free content packs added and expansions and whatnot and they'll talk about that stuff next year but uh you know 
like I said, I'm going to keep playing this game. Um, and I'll play it again when the PS5 upgrade comes out. But, you know, that's just slated as early 2021. We don't really have a date for that. So, and I've been having enough fun with the game that I'm not going to stop playing it for months. I, uh, I will say over this weekend, I think I've only put about three hours in because, uh, I was, you know, I've been talking with friends over discord and because it's an RPG, I don't really want to spend time playing the game, but not really hearing quest dialogue or anything like that. Cause then I can't give critical analysis on it. Um, so I've been playing immortals or Valhalla while in discord calls with friends and then playing it. Like I got a couple hours in before we started recording because I haven't slept. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, um, as non-spoilery as I can be, a character you meet <laughs> in the intro literally seems like they were there just for shock value. Yeah, and that's my problem with this game. This game just has moments where they just do things just for shock value's sake, and I'm like, God, that's kind of corny. And I've gone a couple hours past that in the main story hasn't been touched since and it's like okay um you know that character's gone now and we haven't brought it up so hmm. yeah well i'm sure we'll have plenty more to say about cyberpunk and i'm sure the internet will as well there will be no shortage of cyberpunk talk probably up and through the new year for sure, and then even more so whenever we get patches, updates, next-gen stuff. This is going to be oh. a conversation topic for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, um, in regards to Liana's Game Informer article about the seizures, um, I saw people criticizing uh, Game Informer specifically for thanking CD Projekt Red for adding a warning to the front of the game. That's not all, not just in the EULA. Like when you start up the game now, there's literally a seizure warning that pops up, but also that they fixed the seizure thing. And people were like, you're thanking them for doing the bare minimum. No, no, no. We're thanking them because they worked with Liana to fix it. Like, yeah, that's important. This is why I don't even pay attention to the internet half the time. All they do is complain. What's the point? Just, I, I ignore so much of it because it's just, it's just a waste of my time to be perfectly honest. I just I don't even want to engage with so much stuff because half of it isn't isn't good conversation. I, I could be doing way more constructive things. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, um, but you know, I figured I'd bring it up. Oh, one more thing I've done this week. I've made it to season four of Criminal Minds on my rewatch. So it's a great show. <laughs> it is. I am on uh, season four, episode seven. Is that the season with the um? I guess he's a serial killer. It's um. Uh, what is the guy name from? You know, he's in a lot of TV shows. C. Thomas Howell? Uh, if you're ta- no, that's season five. Okay, that's why I wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I, it's weird because, like like I said, I never watched a show like in chronological order. I just saw episodes on TV as they aired. Um, like, occasionally. Um, But, like, seeing episodes you thought were in different seasons in their c- correct season order is wild. Like... I had no, I I didn't realize Prentice joined the team so early. I didn't realize Penelope got shot in season three. Yeah, <laughs> like I didn't realize JJ is pregnant in like the end of season three, beginning of season four. Like season five is wild. Yeah, I will say that. I'm not- uh, oh, I oh no no I I've seen all of season five, but like you know I'm doing a whole 
series rewatch. There's 15 seasons, 327 episodes. You guys and your adult television. You know, we're watching Pokemon. That's also on my okay. TV right now. I mean, you're all you're also watching the Mandalorian. Pokemon. So Mandalorian's fantastic. Yeah, I still oh. haven't. I still haven't even watched Friday's episode. Oh, oh, oh it's Just good. <laughs> nothing but Pokemon. I, uh, Pokemon and some My Little Pony sprinkled in there. That's my life. <laughs> you got kids, you know. My life. They don't um, television. SpongeBob. Yeah, but like, they don't Sponge- watch SpongeBob. SpongeBob is a classic. SpongeBob is not for them. SpongeBob is for me and mom. Uh, you should introduce them to Danny Phantom if you can I find won't it. Be doing that at all? I have no idea who Danny Phantom is, and I'm not introducing them to anything else at this point. Danny Phantom is a good show. Uh, you, they'll find their own show. You would like They're Danny Phantom. You would like Danny Phantom, like being real with you. You would like it. Or the Ninja Turtles reboot. The 2012 Ninja Turtles reboot is really good. I don't know if they would watch it because it gets kind. They won't. It gets kind of violent. (laughs) Like for for a kids show, it gets kind of violent. (laughs) Like if it's not Transformers or 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 something that my daughter picks, my son's not watching it, and my daughter definitely does not want to watch anything that's like that. So, uh, okay, fair, but uh, you know, you know, fun yeah. time. I, I, I really only watch TV when I'm eating, and I, to be fair, I eat a lot. Thanks, HRT. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's let's move along. Let's transition into uh, some of these questions. We only have a couple, so we can do that. Wow, we've got forty minutes already. <laughs> That was a great conversation. Mm-hmm. I will say that. That was a great yeah, conversation. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So our first question comes from Be Bad Pod on Twitter. They ask, how often do you buy yourself a new game? That's a great question. By All the time. You grown ass man. I buy games when I want. Yeah. Uh, I pay my bills. Uh, and then generally because, you know, money's tight. So I can never like be sure that I'll have money for like the day the game comes out. I'll usually pre-order it in advance. Like, for example, uh, I can't currently pre-order it, but uh, if if Far Cry's date gets confirmed in January, like I'm hoping it does, I'll have it pre-ordered after my paycheck in January. So, um, you know, uh, I'll be pre-ordering Hitman after my next paycheck because that comes out January 20th. So, uh, oh, yeah, I, I buy new games all the time. So I want to say... New as in terms of $60 games, or now $70 games, maybe once every other month. Now, games on sale or indie yeah, games, I, yeah. I probably buy at least two or three of those a month because there's always something going on sale and it's always like $5, $10. Oh, he can get this DLC for $3. That type of stuff always gets me in terms of like, hey, this is only $20. As opposed to the regular fifty dollar price, it was. I will always buy that type of stuff. I always like. Want to say once or twice a month, I like buy a fifty dollar PlayStation card, just put it on my PlayStation store, because I don't trust them with my credit card I, at all. <laughs> so I mean, my my credit card yeah. is literally my debit card. Like, if I have no money, they can't do anything with it. So it's a lot easier for me to just use my debit card nah, to make I, purchases I, than it is to go and buy a PlayStation Network card. Well, I. I I have a debit card too. I do for I, I use my debit card too for that type of stuff. But I pay bills with my debit card, so I don't need mm-hmm. PlayStation out here getting hacked and money coming off my account. So I always just use my I just buy PlayStation cards and use yeah, those for the I most. Do the same thing. 
I do the same thing. I just buy the PSN money and do it that way. They ain't getting my info. They got too many issues. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I'm I'm good. I have two yeah. factor authentication on my account. So so what? Uh, I do too. Okay. I don't trust them. But but they I don't trust them. They, I don't trust they them. They can't make a purchase on my account without my password and two factor authentication. I so. don't trust them at all. Hackers <laughs> find a way, bastards. Yeah, as far as buying games, I mean, I don't buy anywhere near as many games as you guys do. I, I usually, I make a list of games that come out in the year that I want, and I just kind of get them as they come, or if they go on sale. Like, if it's if I'm in the middle of playing stuff, I typically won't buy anything until I'm done with it, because I know I'm not going to play it. So, no need for me to spend that money, and if I can get it on sale, I get it on sale. But yeah. I don't really have any real rhyme or reason. I well, just, when games are announced, if it's something I think I'll play, it goes in the list. If it's not, I just I don't get it. So like like for example, Black Friday. I bought a I bought a new game, but it's a game I already own. But I bought it so I can replay it on PS5 and re-earn that platinum. Oh, Black Friday! I went crazy. I probably bought eight games Black Friday. On Black Friday, I think I bought like yeah. I didn't buy a single thing on Black Friday. This is the first. I bought a bunch of games on Black Friday, like maybe eight or nine games. Most of them were not for me, by the way. They were Christmas gifts to people and stuff like that. But yeah. Black Friday is a time where I go get all the good stuff. Games. Usually I get games and Blu-rays or DVDs of shows I like. Like I got the, the past season Walking Dead for like $10. The past season Flash for like $10. The past season of Supergirl for $10. Because I like having Blu-rays and DVDs in my house to watch them when I want to watch them. So that's a good thing. Yeah. I was hoping for Valhalla to go on sale for like 30 bucks. It didn't go to that price point. So I was like, nope, not getting it. <laughs> and didn't buy Watch Dogs either. I was, I was like, don't, don't you have play you you play plus? Wouldn't you be able to play Valhalla for? Well, that was the thing. That was another reason why I didn't buy. I wanted to play it on PlayStation, um, oh, okay, so that's okay. why I was looking for it. But um, it just didn't drop low enough, and then I forgot to turn off Ubisoft Plus. So I still have it, but I just I just haven't downloaded Valhalla on there. I downloaded uh, Immortals, and that's what I, that's where I've been playing it. But other than that, there was just nothing that really jumped out to me as far as games to buy for black friday i was just like eh, for the audio enough. listeners who aren't gonna you know see this episode on youtube you are missing the joy of my cat not understanding that she can't be in my lap while i'm recording a podcast that's that's because cats think they are in charge yes you're not in charge you're there to, to serve her duh pretty accurate cats all right our next question comes from uh bland explosion Garrett from the Nintendo Shack. He wonders why Game Pass is way more hype than PlayStation Now. He says, does Sony need to push PS Now as much as Microsoft is pushing Game Pass? To him, it feels like PS Now is just forgetful. I feel like this is becoming a weekly I question I mean, this now. is becoming a weekly question. <laughs> We've answered this a hundred times. Sony just doesn't market PS- PlayStation Now. And also, I know Garrett only asked this question because Dev said he was tired of hearing about it. <laughs> this, this, I feel like the um, episode of SpongeBob, where the, the village, the village, people in the village like get their pitchforks and torches and say, "How many times we gotta tell you, old man?" <laughs> like, I like that that episode all that that episode ends with them beating the crap out of the old man and the old man just exploding. Yes, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, like, Sony just doesn't care. They don't care because they don't have to care. That's the, the yep. that's the whole point of it. They don't have to worry about Game Pass because they're still in the lead 
It's not even a lead thing at this point. I don't think they even look at it like that. They're making tons of money on PlayStation now because of their exclusive games, and the system is just selling. So they'll care yeah. about PlayStation now is, when they have to care about it. Pretty much. It's like their their thing is not Game Pass. Game Pass is not their thing. PlayStation now is just an added benefit if you want to be able to stream games, buy some of their games, and have an access to a giant library. But their thing is we create these narrative experiences for you. We have all of these first-party studios, and they're not going into a Game Pass. They don't have to. That's not our business model. It's that simple. I don't care about Game Pass. I've said that several times. Not enough games launching to it that I give a shit about. So Game Pass doesn't do anything for me. Sure, it's a great deal. It's a great value. I don't care about that stuff in any way, shape, or form. Like I don't. I'm not. I'm not a value gamer. I'm not looking for any kind of value. That's just not my thing. I look for games that I want to play. If it looks like fun, I'm gonna get it. Period. That's it. Yeah, I think that's so. a good explanation for it. <laughs> I can't disagree with. I that. mean, I like Game Pass, but you know, I my computer, uh, you know, yeah. it's uh not really great anymore so i don't have an xbox i don't plan on getting an xbox there's not a single game out there that's like oh man i really want to play that i can only play it there i just no it's not there's nothing moving me at all i I have game pass and i like game pass and i think one of the best things about game pass that keeps me like keeping it right at this point in time is like looking on this on the xbox store and seeing like Oh, there's a game I want to get. Oh, it's already on Game Pass. I, just, I can just play now, it now. Do you, ha- do you have Game Pass or do you have Game Pass Ultimate? I have Game Pass Ultimate because that's the one that was on sale. I think Game Pass Ultimate yeah, was So really uh, cheap. Sh- you, you should take advantage of that to, uh, to to play those multiplayer games. That is not happening. <laughs> at all. That is not happening whatsoever. Uh, get game all those little game, indies game, and stuff. Game Pass is just Game Pass, but Game Pass Ultimate also includes Xbox Live. So, yeah, I was I was looking for like sales on like regular just Game Pass. I didn't see any, so I said, "Oh, just get Game Pass Ultimate sales." So, screw it. Do you like Donnie? Buy a bunch of codes until you can't use them anymore. Don, Donnie's good till like up. what twenty twenty six at this point. He's got so many he's, codes left over to use. He's good as far out as he can go, which is at some point in twenty twenty three, and he's got a bunch of extra codes left over, so he just keeps adding to it. Microsoft, just yeah. just give Donnie Game Pass for life. Just go ahead. He's, I mean, they've done that to a few others. Uh, uh, Stallion. Has a lifetime Xbox Live membership oh, card for who did you just say? Being... Who? You... It sounded like you said Megan the Stallion. That's what I was gonna say. No, I said <laughs> Stallion. You said. I said Stallion, and that's it. I didn't mention anything before it. I like I don't know who the hell Stallion is. I don't either. You better clarify that. World record holder. I only I only yeah. recognize Megan the Stallion. That's that the only Stallion world I recognize. World record holder for. Reaching one million gamer score, no. and so he got a lifetime Xbox Live gold card. It's, it's irrelevant. That's not Megan the Stallion. Facts. He's not okay. recognized by the court of PSXP. Yes, has, has he made body yada 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 yada? Hey, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go any further, I need the two of you to see this chart because it's absolutely wild. Is it Megan um, the Stallion? I'm, I'm not gonna look at it. I'm not gonna lie. No. Okay, Regar- regardless. Um. 
<laughs> Regardless, it's a chart that's pretty much just like uh not canon Destiel. Megan the Stallion releases uh WAP Canon Destiel. It's ridiculous because everything's happened since they released that song. She's amazing. Alright. So I'll say. Well, let's get into some news. Haley, what you got for us? Uh, as I'm sure will not really be news at all, but I figured we should talk about it. This game runs like crap on uh, base PS4s and Xbox Ones. Uh, Cyberpunk just does not run well on base hardware. And at this point, yeah. I'm entirely surprised the game did not get canceled for the PS4 and Xbox Ones. Every time I see one of these articles and I see that it runs at like 22 frames per second, I'm like, how in the hell was this game supposed to come out in April? Like, there's just no, I just, I don't even understand how it came out in the state that it does. Like watching some of the gameplay footage for, from PS4, the regular Xbox, and even the Pro, it's just like, there are bugs and then there's this this is just it's god awful the fact that like textures just don't even load in half the time it's so ridiculous dropping to 22 frames per second in the middle of a firefight it's just come on this is this is do you see the video that went around of the dude who like was at like nine fps in a gunfight yeah, I don't even that that is like some old school Nintendo era stuff where there's too many things on the screen at once and so it just beep boop bop. And I, I I don't even understand how this got released like that. It it makes zero sense to me. And I'm Again, like they should have just delayed it till April? Like this was supposed to come out in April? Like y'all really had delusions of grandeur. And I know COVID probably screwed up a whole lot of stuff, but when you look at the fact that it was supposed to come out in April, that was no. before like COVID yeah. got as bad yeah. as it did. So it's like don't blame COVID on this crap. Really, <laughs> uh-uh. Like uh-uh. I get the delay to September, and then I I understand the delay to December. Y'all should have y'all should delayed again because this is just it's ridiculous. I saw yeah. I saw this morning that uh, PSN is actually issuing refunds to people who have complained so much about the performance. Because yeah, this for a lot of people is just an unplayable state, and it's just. It, it's just wrong. I, also, I like, there's no traffic AI. The The vehicles only follow a set path, so if you stop your vehicle in the middle of the road, you'll just have a lineup of cars behind you that can't move because they can't go around your car. Wow. I have a question. Yes? How soon do you think this game goes on sale? It's already on sale. No. It was $44 on Xbox One the other day. I mean, like, $39.99, $29.99 level. Uh, I mean... They've already boxes. made a profit on the game, so I don't think it will go on sale for a minute. No, it'll go on sale on Boxing Day. What the hell is Boxing Day? The day after Christmas. It'll go on sale. That's their fake holiday. Mm. <laughs> and anyways, it'll go on sale. It'll be, be like 40 bucks. Like, it's going to happen. And, you know... They're already pretty close. I would not be surprised if by like Tuesday they've made the same amount that GTA five did in its first few days. So I will say you this. Know. Wait till it goes on sale, people. And I'm not even talking about like forty dollars sale. Thirty dollars, wait for that. Like <laughs> especially at this state of the game. This game is rough. 
It's just super buggy and rough. But Witcher apparently was just as bad. Witcher, yeah, Witcher was just Amazing. as bad, and they had it fixed in three months. So yeah. I don't remember the Witcher. Once bad. they fix it, it's gonna be great. But but I also think once they finally fix it, it's gonna probably run amazingly, and it's gonna be like, oh my god, this is one of the best games ever. Yada 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 yada. But but also that, uh, you know, Witcher also got like sixteen free content updates, one of which completely changed the way the inventory system works. So yeah, we shall see. But it is quite shocking that the game is in the state that it's in, especially on base hardware. Like, I mean, once you turn all those settings I talked about earlier off, the game looks all right on PS5, and it it's running at like a stable frame rate. So I mean, yeah. like I, I'm having fun with it, but you know, I I will be excited to see that PS5 upgrade. You know, um, I don't know that I'll platinum it for PS4. I want to platinum this game, but I'll probably save that for the PS5 version. So. For shizzle, for shizzle. Pass the damn game, CD Projekt Red. Let's let's let's, let's get these patches out. And make this game. Yeah, but also let's not to. crunch empl- employees even more than you've already been doing. So like, you know, there is that. Delvin, what you got for us, bro? Boy, if you was waiting to play Prince of Persia in January, psych. <laughs> it is not coming out in January no more. Mm. Prince of I Persia. I mean, I I knew that was happening as soon as Scott Pilgrim got announced for January. Well, so. I knew that was happening when I first saw the trailer for it. It looked rough. Bingo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Prince of Persia remake has been delayed to March 18, 2021. And this was found out from Ubisoft's official Czech Republic page. <laughs> as one does yes as one usually does the post has been since deleted but members of Reset Era and NeoGAF were able to copy and translate the text before its removal and it says and I quote we need more time to complete the game the post explained with that the release of Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake has been moved to March 18, 2021 so there you go so if you're waiting that to trailer. play this game it looked rough Looked. I was not that, tr- that trailer looked like a PS2 game yeah, it looked really bad. It was a PS2 game. I feel like they just took the PS2 game and did the trailer from that. They, there was no, there was no remaster. That was just like let's just let's just throw the PS2 footage on there and call it a day. It was bad. That was actually one of my favorite games back then. I really enjoyed like that game and that series on PS2. I've, do I uh, want to play a remake? Not really. I do. I've I've never played Prince of Persia. So. Great series. I want yeah, to play the remake. I really enjoyed it. Sort of heard, but I, I just, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't want to play him. So, I want to play it, but not looking like that. <laughs> like that looked. Ooh, no, no. Delvin, you, uh, you gonna jump Oof. into some co-op uh, Scott Pilgrim with me though? You know what? I might do that. I'm, I Scott, might do uh, that. No, he won't. No, actually, I know he won't. No. I know he won't. It's exactly I, I like why I Scott- asked. I like the Scott Pilgrim games. That's why I like. The uh, and it, like that's the thing too is it has online multiplayer this time as opposed to last time where it didn't. So I was just complaining about my with my son the other day about um a way out that I bought that dumb, oh I bought yeah. that dumbass one, game one, and had one no more one to play thing. with. <laughs> Delvin Junior, this comment is for you. Do not buy Cyberpunk. Yeah, I've kind of told him that. <laughs> like, I don't think I'm... I, I. I mean, I know you have, but he he. 
he'd been talking to me about it, about how excited he was to pick it up. My friend, let that man, he, let that man do his thing. If he wants I, to buy Cyberpunk, let him, let him be, let it, let him be separated from his he, money. Okay, but he's <laughs> he's running on a base PS4. Let's not separate him from his money with a game. He'll he, survive. Yeah, I don't. Also, I don't know if I want to explain to his mom all the digital titties that are in Cyberpunk and stuff like that. That ain't something I want to. Have. There is that. I don't want and to have that. Conversation. that. You know, and you'll find a lot of dildos too. Yeah, I don't want to explain that either. Like those, those are conversations I don't feel like having with her, and she may just cancel video games for the rest of his life. So <laughs> I don't think I don't think we will be getting cyberpunk in this house anytime soon for him. Well, he'll just have to come watch you play it. No, nah, he's not doing that either. I will say this: <laughs> if he wants to get Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I'm all for that. Yeah, Assassin's Creed would be great for him. Yeah. So yeah. Prince of Persia. Oh, man. All right. So our last story from me. This isn't really a story. This is Dev making love to Destiny. Yeah, this is, yeah. Yeah. That (laughs) Destiny 2 next-gen patch. Ooh-wee. It's butter. 4K, 60, field of view slider. Oh, man. They brought the PC experience home, baby, and I'm so happy about it. Uh, I have fallen in love with Destiny all over again because I can play it with my dual sense. It feels great. It looks great. It's fast as hell. I got Hawk Moon. What? I'm very happy. What the hell is a Hawk Moon? Yeah. Hawk Moon is only the greatest hand cannon ever created. Yeah, uh, it feels so good. Uh, also, fun <laughs> fact for those who are into trophy hunting like myself uh shout out to mike fowler for letting everyone know that like if you have the plat and you open this game on ps5 you get the plat in fact yep. it happened so much that it is now greg miller's fastest platinum it happened in yep. two seconds yep you open it up all your trophies pop i didn't yeah. even realize I that i only need two trophies for the platinum that are actually quite obtainable so i may actually platinum this one because I yeah, can completely I, change the trophy list. Well you've been playing I, uh, this game for eight I years, don't years, have so. I don't have the plat, but like I think they changed the raid trophy like the Yeah, the raid trophy's not there anymore. It's it's they completely changed it. It's just like one of the harder versions of the nightfall. Yeah. And they got rid of the trials trophy to something else. So like the trophy I'm yeah. missing like literally one trophy. Yeah you just platinum. you buy like an item from Zer now and you have to meet you have to complete like a a grandmaster nightfall or whatnot. Mm-hmm the hardest tier of nightfall which can be a pain in the ass yeah. but uh man this is just whew, it's great destiny is back on the menu it's wonderful very excited congrats for crew. you i, I doubt, wait again i uh also i've been trying to like add the ps5 this version to my library but Look here, you can't talk about any kind of nerd shit. The stuff that you are into. I don't know what you're talking about. Like you're into your own nerdy ass shit. Uh Hawkman. It's a great gun. Alright. Just uh, got it last night. So what happy. about the what about the Karnstein uh armlets? I don't give a shit about them. It's not Hawkman. Sorry, I uh I, I like the Karnstein <laughs> armlets because they're a Carmilla reference. Uh, I don't want to reference it. What the hell that means? You don't know what Carmilla is? That's the no. stuff you put on your lips when you got dra- chapped lips. I'm gonna fucking right? kill you. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. No, it is a. It is the first. 
LGBT book about vampires. It's uh Why would I know that? You said it like it would be something that I would know. <laughs> Why would I know horror that? Book. It, it's a uh, it's, it's actually a short story. But uh, what have you known me to care about horror or vampires in any way, shape, or form? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Okay, but <laughs> hi, I know things. Also, yeah. there was a really great and uh, short web series, like modern day retelling of Carmilla, done over YouTube. That's great, and uh, that's what the Gauntlets are a reference to. So, huh? Okay. I had no idea. I will f- probably forget this in about five minutes. It's short-term memory. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you're playing Destiny 2 and you got a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, it is, uh, it is well yes. worth the return. However, the, the Xbox Series X will not pop your, repop your achievements because there's only one Nobody cares on about achievements. This is uh, a PlayStation show. I'm this is just a PlayStation saying. show. Nobody cares about the stupid Chiefs. Sorry, Coach. Trophies are still way cooler than stupid achievements. Achievements are dumb. I don't like achievements, by the way. I, yeah, I like the trophy stupid. system better. Trophies well, are way At cooler. least when you platinum a game and DLC comes out, you don't lose your completion on the list. Yep. Your percentage goes down. But your platinum doesn't. I say this as someone who has twelve hundred and ninety-five uh, achievement gamer score in the uh, Sunset Overdrive, and uh, then they release DLC. Dum 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 dum. Yeah. All right. Time for more polarizing topics. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> there was this little show that happened last Thursday called the Game Awards. And well, The Last of Us 2 won a lot of things. Yeah, people are not happy about it. People were mad. Mad, mad, mad. I mean, it won Game of the Year. It won Best Game Direction, which I was actually surprised at. I was not expecting it to win. Uh, I mean, this is controversial, but arguably it should not have even been nominated for that category, and I'm not even talking about the way the game ran. You should not be nominating... Uh, studios that develop under crunch conditions for best game direction. So, I don't. Does best game direction mean like the actual director it, of the it, game, or does you read it mean the, if you, if you the read, way the game is actually going? No, if you read the category for the the award, uh, yeah, it's yeah. Awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. That has nothing to do with crunch. That's just like this is the idea of the game, the vision of the game, right. vision, so, innovation, and direction. So, like for example, the innovation absolutely has everything to do with crunch. So, I I don't understand how when you bring up creative vision and and design and design, designed and under design crunch game, conditions. I don't know. But the that's the idea. That's like the design document. This is basically the idea of the game, not the development of it. This is the the, the creative vision and idea for the game. No, not the I, development. I'm sorry, you're not going to budge me. Game sh- game should not have been nominated for best game direction. Is this really relevant? Crunch conditions. Just saying. <laughs> it's not best. Is, is this really relevant at this point in time? Yes. Ah. What else they got nominated yes. for? It also I, won best narrative. And it won best audio design, which I was surprised at because I don't feel like the audio design was 
that spectacular, to be perfectly honest. The fix and was in. Laura Bailey won as the best performance. Yeah, that's what people are saying. People are like, this is just completely rigged. The fix was in. It was I know completely rigged. It's, it's crazy. Um, I love The Last of Us too. Like, uh, when I look back on it, look back on my time in that game finally, like, it took me on a journey, man. There were some highs, there were some lows. Like, it was really good. I really enjoyed my time there. It also won Best Action Adventure Game as well, which I was also surprised by. There's some other really good games in that space. I'm, people are upset. <laughs> I'm going to say something that may be controversial, but I think I'm right, so I don't care. There it is. Who cares? Like, we, like we, this conversation we've been having, had on, I want to say, Xbox Experience. not Xbox Experience. Xbox Empire. Empire. It's been had on Empire. It's been had on here. Why do we care about these award shows? Like, it's like I get it. It validates our our beliefs of what our favorite game is. But we know what goes on in terms of behind the scenes and things like that in terms of certain situations with these games and what's going to get it. I, I feel like certain games, your favorite games, nine out of ten is going to get snubbed. Yeah. Point blank. I don't even care. I don't even watch the Game Awards for, to see who wins Game of the Year. I watch it for the game announcements. I, I, yeah, that's what I just what I was gonna say. I think more people watch it now for the game announcements. And even mm-hmm. I, I would even go a step further. This year kind of showed that. Like, oh yeah, me watching the Game Awards, then the the winners was almost secondary. But except oh, with yeah, exception of, with exception of a few like. Moments like Lori barely speaking out, which I thought was important enough that they did that. Mm-hmm. I I will say, if you're gonna be on call, though, silence your phone. That happened numerous times when they answered and were speaking about their awards. Yeah. Ding 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 ding! Right beside the microphone, like silence your phone. Not gonna lie, I wasn't paying attention to none of that garbage. I was like, Me can you that's, show the next that's day? Just real life. Like, and I feel like. In a year when we didn't get an E3, I was excited for this. I'm like, yeah, I get to watch these new mm-hmm. game trailers and stuff like that. And every yep. time they announced the game, like winning, I'm like, oh, I don't care about this. It was almost like watching yep. a commercial. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, and now, a lot of times they, they kind of like played the game, like the, the awards. There was just like a side thing. It's like, okay, yeah, this one. Yeah. And our next world premiere. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's why <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who cares? That's Stephen A. Smith as an announcer. That was too. awesome. Like, that was funny. If you got the joke, yeah. that was funny. <laughs> that was quite hilarious. Uh, but oh. also, I don't think you need a four-hour show. You don't. You like don't. no, I mean, if you if you're trying to premiere and have all these things, sure. Like I said, like Devin said, like this was they've almost done all like this before E3. in like two-hour time slots. You don't need right. a four-hour show in COVID times when there's no E3. We miss so much stuff. This was really just to be able to be like, you know what? Let's celebrate games and let's give you a bunch of new game trailers and new things, new announcements. Like, you know what it, it was just a celebration. You know what it felt like to me, and I don't know. If, I don't know if Hale is gonna get this reference. The whole Tyson. Roy Jones fight situation, how everybody kind of felt like this is like a breath of fresh air watching something completely different in a time when we're all stuck in the house and everybody's just enjoying this one moment where everybody's watching this Tyson Roy Jones fight. I felt like this would this was the video game moment of that where everybody's yeah. at one point just sitting down watching the game awards, not really caring about who wins because I didn't give a damn about anybody who won because I knew 
who was going to win before they even made the announcement. Last Us was going to win a bunch of awards. They were going to try to give Ghost of Tsushima something. And they were going to try to give certain companies certain rewards. So it was kind of like, mm, okay, whatever. I, we knew what was going to happen. Once Hades I saw... Got, Hades got snubbed. Yeah, once I saw One Punch Man was nominated for an award. <laughs> and I have, that, I have that game. It is garbage. Like, it's not good at all. It's like broken. Once I saw that was nothing, I said, okay, I see what we're doing here. This is not like a real thing. So it's like, why do we take these award shows seriously? I feel like um, somebody else said this. I don't know if it was um, Donnie said this. The Dice Awards is the show that we kind of really look at because that's the ones that's by developers. That's the one you probably take yeah. a little bit more serious as opposed to the Game Awards. The Game Awards just at this point is nothing but marketing and it's, hey, these are the new games that's coming out. The awards is almost yeah. secondary to it. So when I saw yeah. these all, I was like, I don't care. I really do not care at all. Yeah. The awards is more of just like a coming together at the end of the year to celebrate gaming. That, that's really what it boils down to. It's really not about the awards. People, eh, you know, it's cool. Hey, yeah, it's an award show. But it's more about like, hey, let's celebrate games. Also, DICE is, is way more real real when it comes to like actually recognizing games and what, they, what they've done from a technical standpoint. <sighs> Um, this is more just a let's let's have a celebration, let's give away some participation trophies, and let's show yes. you some world premieres. Basically, you nailed it. Shout <laughs> out, shout out to Vin Diesel being in like four different games. I mean, Vin Diesel is a huge gamer, so like it, it doesn't surprise me. He's always no, kind of. I, I'm not been in... saying that it's bad that he's in games. It's just like last year he was the last announcement, and he was in mm-hmm. like four of them this year. I, I love Vin Diesel, so they put him in all me the too. games. Like. Like um, I want a sequel to the Chronicles of Riddick game. By the way, I want that. I, I just want more Riddick. Period. Give me yes. all the Riddick. I love yeah. that. I, uh, I, love I don't that think game. we're oh, ever gonna great. see more Riddick. Unfortunately, I think we might get another Riddick movie. I, I wouldn't be surprised either if we did. Because I think he, I think if I, I'm correct, uh, he self-funded that movie and it made a profit, mm-hmm. and it and it didn't mm-hmm. cost that much to make. Apparently, so I can see that happening. But, I uh, I also like. The Marvel announcement was happening at the same time. That was awesome. The Disney stockholder stuff was happening oh, yeah. at the same time as the Game Awards. And I was watching Kind of Funny Reacts, and they kept switching between the Game Awards and the Disney stockholder stuff. And I was like, I don't care about the Disney stuff. It's already going on in the Discord. I don't need to know about it here. Thursday like, was a glorious day. Uh, I had on both screens. I got all my Disney stuff. I got all my Game Awards stuff. I will say, wonderful. very nice that like 18 plus content's coming to Canada though. Because like uh, Hulu stuff's going to come here under like Star and Star Plus. Well, that's cool. As like mm-hmm. a, a thing, which is nice because, you know, Hulu doesn't exist here. Even though I don't understand this whole like, hey, HBO Max isn't here. Hulu isn't here. Like, come on, just just give me the service. I'm willing to give you money. The real question is, Canada even really here? Yeah, I think I think there's just a hatred for Canada. Y'all don't. Get I thought nothing. you were gonna tell me to get a VPN, and the big reason I'm not gonna get a VPN, by the way, is because I'm top of having to pay for the VPN. I then have to pay a conversion to pay for the service to watch stuff. Yeah. So I'm, too much. I'd be paying the subscription fee to the service. But then paying conversion on it because it'd be for an American address. What? See, here's the thing: you just need somebody else's login. I don't even know why you're playing. Just get somebody else's login. But let me buy your Netflix. Let me buy your Hulu. It's all piece up. It's all piece up. I mean, I have together. Netflix and I have 
Amazon and I have Disney Plus. What are these and shows trying to watch? Just Italy? ask for somebody else's Netflix login. Let me get your US login real quick for this Netflix with this VPN. I mean, I mean, I just use my own VPNs work fine with that. I've used Hola, which is like a web browser one, but it's not really viable anymore. So, well, for the ones that you don't can't get like Hulu, for example, you just yeah. you don't you don't create an account. You don't pick any of that stuff. You just say, hey, let me get that login. Let me slide you five bucks. I'm just going to start sending Haley Blu-rays and stuff. What do you want to watch? I'm just going to send you the Blu-ray of it. Like, be, be done with this already. Like, it's going to get confiscated just, at the I mean, border. That, They're going to be like, no, this doesn't no, belong not. in Canada. No, it's not. Actually, for reference. <laughs> Delvin did it with this. Yeah. For our audio listeners, he has brought up Doom Patrol. Yes. Delvin has. Season one. On Blu-ray. Because the first season uh, in Canada was $45, and it was 15 in the States. Yeah, it literally was cheaper for me to buy it and send it to her than for her to buy it. Oh, Canada. Wild. Um, you know, a lot of Marvel stuff. On top of all the game announcements, uh, there was an I Am Groot. Like special announced for yep. Disney Plus. That's another Vin Diesel thing. Granted, he's only saying like one sentence over and over and over again. And getting paid <laughs> billions like... for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the inflection. Yeah. Um. You know. And then Falcon and Winter Soldier looked cool. Um. That Loki series. That's gonna be my jam. I'm right uh, I'm very the excited. Forty thousand Star Wars series. Oh my goodness! I'm, Obi Wan. Uh, very. I'm very excited for uh, Hawkeye with Haley Steinfeld. I am too. Uh, Jeremy Renner can kick rocks though. I'm, I'm excited for Jeremy Renner. So, uh, I I love him as Hawkeye. Jeremy, I'm not talking about his acting performance. I'm talking I don't, about I don't care he's about not him as a person. person. I don't, I don't yeah. care about any he's of these people as person. actual persons. Yeah, I just I, want to see the characters on screen. I don't care about the rest of it yeah. at all. I've learned to not care about these people as people unless you're Chadwick Boseman or maybe Chris Evans. That's um, about yeah. it. Like, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, speaking of Chris, Chris Evans, they're doing like a Buzz Lightyear origin film, but apparently yeah. not it's even not, for like the, the, toy. the toy. But it's that's toys based on. That's like yeah. completely against Toy Story canon. So like, what? How is it against Toy Story yeah, canon? Yeah, because there toy. was an actual Buzz Lightyear series before that literally like was literally like, hey, these are just toys. They're they're not based on anything. They're just toys. And now all of a sudden they're throwing this in there. Like I it think, goes completely against canon. But you can have something inspired by mm-hmm. a toy like GI Joe. Is based off of someone, but they didn't use yes. his name or his likeness. GI Joe is based off of General Issue Joe. Yeah, like that's what that is. It's just I, that, and then they turn it into GI Joe versus Cobra. Like GI Joe. All I can think of was those stupid infomercials with the. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking and about. Knowing right? is half the battle. The, the, oh, yeah. the one where they I added it to like give up the Joe. stick. Right, Delvin. What happened? Can he? The, the the weird G.I. Joe like infomercials that are like, hey kids, like pork chop sandwiches and stuff like that. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, I, I love Or like give him the stick. Don't give him the stick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. We have fallen off the deep end here. 
Well, it doesn't Let's matter. go ahead and wrap this up. That's going to do it for episode, what is it, 63? Um, uh, we're 64, have... I think, isn't it? 64? I don't Let know. Let me check. I'll open iTunes right now. Don't give me the episode number. Whatever. This is another episode. This is... Uh, this we indeed have one is one more episode, episode for this year that we're gonna episode sixty four. Awesome. Okay. This will be the first and last episode that we record this year. We are actually going to take a bit of a break. We will have some other shows fill in, so you will still have stuff hit your feed. It just won't be any new episodes. Next week will be our last episode for the year. Then we're gonna take a break and come back in the new year, bigger, better, stronger, faster. Yes, I'm going to go get a tan. all right well i hope you guys enjoyed yourself here feel free to holler at us give us a follow over on twitter at playstation xp stop by the blog at psvg.blog or over on our discord at psvg.blog slash discord and join us in all our shenanigans there um and also check out our patreon patreon.com slash psvg if you enjoy our content here for only three dollars a month you're going to get a ton more content. Some of that content will actually hit our feed, the PlayStation XP feed, um, while we are on break. So you will get a little taste of what can be had for only $3 a month over on our Patreon. With that, I'd like to give a special thank you to our Patreons at the producer level, Mr. Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bone Sarper Bone, Chris McElfish, myself, Kyle Hyman, Paul Calico, Michael Masek, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fallharbor, Nick, Rob Emanuel, Rude Days 93, Ben Moxham, and Grouchy Surge. Thank you guys so much for your patronage and joining us in the journey that is PSVG. With that in mind, Haley, where can the people find you? You can find me over on Twitter at Shepard Zarel. Uh, you can find me on your gaming platform of choice at Haley Zarel. Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Haley Zarel. And if you're interested in me just posting random nonsense on Tumblr, it's haleyzarell.tumblr.com where I just post wild nonsense. And somehow we keep learning more information about Supernatural, a show that ended over a month ago. So I would never watch that show. It's like, it's like <laughs> a thousand episodes. Actually, it's less episodes than Criminal Minds. It is? Yes. They ran for the same amount of seasons, but it has less episodes than Criminal Minds. Doesn't like Supernatural have like twenty three seasons or something like that? Nope. Supernatural had fifteen and so did Criminal Minds. Yeah, I'm not watching that. <laughs> <I'll... laughs> Alright, Devin, where can the people find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Devin underscore Cock. Check out the Devil Cock Spirits anywhere you get podcasts and check out Cadillacs on Mars. The podcast I do with this goofball named Chalfie. Every, I think once a month or twice a month. I don't know. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever Chalfie feels like recording, we do Cadillacs on bars. <laughs> Hopefully he won't fire me before the year is out. <laughs> we can record another one. <sighs> Chalfie's a character. Yes. Love that dude. And you can find me at Dead Ninja Dev pretty much everywhere. So feel free to follow me. Like, subscribe, or whatever the heck they say for all this stuff. Leave us an iTunes review, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) And with that, long live play. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network.